It may be Halloween week, but don't be scared because Chris Meany and I have got you covered for all your DFS needs. And the pre-snap podcast starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStart, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's the spooky Halloween edition. Ooh, it's spooky. Ooh. And ooh, ooh, oh, so many lineups are going to die this weekend. Terrible <laughs> deaths, Chris. It's going to be super spooky. <laughs> I like it. I'm ready. <laughs> wow, the delayed response. Well done. I think <laughs> that's good. And meanwhile, this guy over here, I say, hey, what time you want to go today? He's like, oh, I'm all screwed up with my time. And I'm like, what do you mean your time? He's like, oh, I'm in Vegas. And I was like, well, isn't it nice to be Chris Meany? Just pick up and fly to Las Vegas for the afternoon. My goodness. Wow. Well, What's when you have the line star money. Well, that's what I was going to say. When you have the Line Star app, you know, you got all the perks and you're able to have some success in DFS. Yeah, I know it was kind of spur of the moment. Um, you know, we're, we're big hockey fans, so we're going to take in the, the Golden Knights and the Canadians. We're Montreal fans, so we're going to check out that atmosphere. going to dress up, take part. Uh, the girls are going to do the, 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 the Harley Quinn, and um, I'm going to do the Joker. You would be a good Joker. I, I, think you, I think you pull that off. That's good. Which I assume you're going for now, Joker, or are you going for like uh, well, I ha- Ledger I have- Joker? Yeah, I have the Heath Ledger Joker costume. Like That's I have the, the, the outfit. That's so, the yeah, I'll I'm probably roll everybody. with that. That's yeah. the Joker, okay? I'm, I'm not taking any away from Joaquin. It's great. It's awesome. Right. But there's Ledger in there. And even Jack Nicholson, great Joker. So many great oh, Jokers. Great Joker, yeah. Great Joker. But it's Heath Ledger and everybody else, okay? I'm going to be dressed as Nick Fury today. Everybody here knows I have the bald head, so this was an easy costume. I just grew the goatee out, which, because I'm Italian, only took like a day or two. And uh, I got the eye patch and a leather trench coat, and I look badass. And I was like, give me some other effing candy! And uh, that's because my daughter, my oldest daughter is dressing as Captain Marvel. So she said, will you be Nick Fury? And I said, of course I will, my dear. Anything for you because I'm a sucker for my kids. So uh, speaking of uh, of suckers, I was so close, dude. I had six of the nine players in the million dollar lineup this week. And uh, yeah, it was very close. And the reason why I was so close to that, and I did obviously cash. It was obviously a pretty good week, obviously, with that lineup that I had there. Um, But I want to just point out to everybody, it's because of the tools here, the line star app. So we're getting very, very close here. And I promise you, if I hit that million dollars, I will still come and do this show forever as long as they'll have me because I believe in what we're doing here and I believe in the show and I believe in the line star app. And if you haven't gotten to it yet, make sure you get over there, subscribe to that line star app. And I'm telling you, upgrade to that premium package so you can see all the tools and use everything on there. It is so incredible. All the cornerback matchups, the optimizer. It's so much more user-friendly than every other DFS site out there. And there's a ton of them. Oh, my God. There's so many of them. And I know you're like, oh, everybody says we're going to win. Look, I'm telling you right now, just stick with us, man. We're calling touchdowns like crazy. You go yep. with the show. You go with the app, and you're good to go. And, uh, look, it's another wacky weekend of football here. You got another London game, so we got to throw that one out the window. And you got six games on the 1 o'clock, so let's start with that. Let's start with the Bears and Eagles. So just when David Montgomery had a bunch of uh, touches, now all of a sudden I don't want to even come anywhere near him because of this Eagles front. So I'm out there. The only thing I really like 
And this is not because I like Trubisky or have any faith whatsoever, but it is actually something you accidentally texted me just now. And <laughs> 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 I was already on it, so I don't even know nice, like if that was nice. who that was meant for, but meant I know it was be. meant for your girlfriend. But Alan <laughs> Robinson, I'm all in on Alan Robinson. That Eagle secondary's trash. Alan Robinson been so steady, whether it's cash or even tournaments. I think he's a great play in this game today. Yeah, I was getting my my emails mixed up and went to copy and paste my a different email and I copy and paste some Allen Robinson stats. So we need to play him if you're on him yeah. and I'm on wow. him. Yeah, it's, maybe it's meant to be here. You know, he has been pretty steady as bad as Trubisky has been this season. I mean, at least seven targets and four grabs in every single game. So there's a solid floor there. 15 catches in his last two contests and at least five grabs in five straight. And even on top of that, Joe, just 32 targets in his last three games. So you're right. Montgomery, it was nice to see last week the most rushing yards of any running back going forward. Maybe that's something that we'll, we'll keep an eye on and we'll talk about him as a play. But I don't think this is the week against that Eagles defense. They've been pretty solid against the run. And, you know, you've been able to pass on them all year. So I do really like Allen Robinson. And I actually like this, this Eagles offense on the other side only if Deshaun Jackson returns. If Deshaun yes, Jackson does return, yes. that's going to be great news for Carson Wentz. It's going to be good news for Zach Ertz. I was at that game in Buffalo last week, and you know I've seen it on TV and I saw it live. They are just double teaming Zach Ertz, and you've seen Dallas well, Goddard no, get a no couple catches. The field. Exactly. That's the thing. So, you don't have Deshaun Jackson stretching the field, and I was like, well, maybe they'll get somebody. But I think them just getting Deshaun uh, Deshaun Jackson back on the field makes right. a huge impact on what they can do offensively for the second half of the season. Yeah, and that's exactly why they didn't get a guy like Allen Robinson or whoever was rumored that they would get. But yeah, it's been one game. Carson Wentz has had Deshaun Jackson for one game. Nine targets, eight grabs, 154 yards, and two touchdowns. So you give him that deep threat. It takes the attention away from guys like Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, who I'm not really interested in. It's fun to do the narrative here with the revenge game with Howard and Jeffrey going up against the Bears. But I do like Ertz. I do like Jackson and Wentz in tournaments. Yeah, and by the way, Allen Robinson, 72 on FanDuel, 68 on DK. Very good price. You get what you pay for. I like that a lot. I always like getting what I paid for. That's that's Absolutely. a nice thing to be able to do once in a while in life. Far far too often we get let down. Anything else in this game? I don't. That, I don't think I stay away it. from. Now the next one is the Steelers and the Colts. And this one again, I'm gonna just cherry pick. And I'm gonna cherry pick two things, and they both happen to be on the Steelers. The first thing I'm gonna cherry pick is Jalen Samuels. Now I know there's a lot of people who are gonna be on this, so I'm not breaking any ground here but especially in the full point ppr as a flex or even for that matter on FanDuel as a flex i really like the cost here i like the play i feel like even no matter what connor status is or isn't it doesn't matter because when last we left jalen samuels he was a real part of this offense and i think they've realized that's going to be the way they win football games and that's the way they're going to limit mason rudolph's mistakes so going forward samuels to me is a really good uh, bet and on top of that i think with juju getting a lot of attention uh, I was very impressed with Deontay Johnson in the Dolphins game. He made some big catches. He had some big moments. I thought that this was a guy, and in season long, I would be starting to, in season long um, keeper dynasty formats, I would be buying him on the cheap for next year right now. Because I feel like when Roethlisberger comes back, he's going to be that second guy. And he's just 5K on FanDuel. He's 4,500 over on uh, DraftKings. And Samuels, uh, conversely, is just 4K over on DraftKings and on FanDuel, he's 5K. So that's what I'm looking for. Everything else in this game, I'm passing on. How about you? 
Yeah, it's a great call by you. And, you know, you, we've, we've talked about this before. It's okay if it's going to be chalk. You know, you could you take that quote-unquote free square because I don't know if Connor's going to play. And we know Snell is already week to week. So you're right. He was involved in the passing game. He's going to be involved whether Connor plays or not. And it's a weird slate. You know, with the London game that you mentioned, we got, you know, the Hopkins off the slate. And there's, what, the Rams are on a bye. The Saints are on a bye. The Falcons. So there's some big-time players there that are on bye. So there's not a lot of value to be had. And Samuels is certainly one of those guys. And it was interesting listening to Mason Rudolph talk about Johnson after the game. He had said that Juju was covered on that one play, I think it was third and 20 when he, when he found Johnson for the touchdown. And he said, listen, Juju was covered, double teamed and he's been double teamed a lot. And it's, it's kind of, you know, opened up things for Deontay Johnson. So I I think it's an interesting play. I do have some interest, I guess, from a cash standpoint with Marlon Mack. Not a ton, but if you are just a cash game player and you're just looking for some safety, I mean, he's he's got the fourth most carries per game. The offense does kind of run through him. Doesn't really catch a whole lot of balls out of the backfield, but no one's there to steal his goal line work. But uh, it's just maybe a little cash game I play. I don't I don't really love him in tournaments. Yeah, I I would agree with all those sentiments. To be true, uh, and I think in the early slate too, I think Samuels is a real must play. He's a great lineup builder, but you yeah. go to the top of the board for anything else you want. Now, this next one is a little trappy, okay? The Jets and Dolphins. Now, there's a narrative out there right now where it's like, oh, yeah, let's get, get everybody get your Sam Darnold. I see him ranked as like the, I don't know, like the 13th or 12th overall quarterback this week. I can't get there, man. I know it's yeah. the Dolphins. I know what I saw the last two weeks, and I granted those were better defense. But Miami's come out with a good game plan the last couple weeks in the first half. Of course, they give up the goose. But Adam Gase can't make adjustments the way Mike Tomlin makes adjustments. And I have real concern with the Jets in this one. I am not touching this game from a DFS standpoint with a 10-foot pole. And if you ask me from a betting standpoint, well, you'll have to listen to tomorrow's show with Mike (laughs) Randall and make sure you're subscribing to the pre-snap and giving us a five-star review too because that way you know when that one drops. And that'll drop sometime tomorrow. But if you subscribe right now, you'll know when that show drops. So... Tell me, are you like me where you're just terrified of this game altogether? I am terrified, but I am probably going to fall into the trap. I'm not really interested in Sam Darnold. I mean, he's thrown seven picks in his last two games. You would assume, one would assume, I mean, you can't trust Adam Gase, that they would hand it off to Lev Bell. I mean, would he have eight carries last week? It's, it's, There's really no excuse for it. But the Jets are playing at a slow pace. Over on DraftKings, they have priced Lev Bell like he is going to ball out. Like he's going to touch the ball 20 times. He's $7,700. He's the third highest priced running back over on DraftKings. And over on FanDuel, you're getting a bit of a value. There's a few guys that are priced ahead of him. So I, I think if you're a FanDuel player, I could get behind Bell. Uh, I don't mind Robbie Anderson just because the targets have been there. 22 in his three games with Sam Darnold. No Xavier Howard. He's out. So Miami's without their best corner. And they already ranked 32nd against the pass, according to Football Outsiders. But you know who I am kind of interested on the other side of this game? And Linestar agrees with me. The biggest value on the board is Ryan Fitzpatrick at $4,800. I mean, he's not afraid to throw the football. We've seen... Not so much Preston Williams, but we've seen Devontae Parker kind of show up here a little bit over the past couple of games. Well, he and I actually had the to... ball around him a little bit. Yeah, I just he wonder does. about the total. That's my only concern yeah. with Fitzpatrick. But but with Parker, I mean, I had to I, like triple check because <laughs> I mean, I've been on the Parker train for a couple of years, and this, and it's like finally, it's like no thanks, I'm not doing it. But I mean, 18 targets, 11 catches, 114 yards in his last two games, at least 50 yards in five games this season, three TDs in his last four. I, I kind of like him and Fitzpatrick as a different ultra. If you're playing tournament. the one o'clock slate, I support this 100% in tournaments. 
I support Fitzpatrick one o'clock slate, single entry kind of thing, or even multi-entry, yeah. whatever. That that that's where I can get behind this play. I think that fits that criteria because I'm just a little worried when you get into the four o'clock games with some of the quarterbacks sure. on that slate, you know, yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, with Matt Stafford, if this dog hunts. Yep. But if you're isolating, because the, when you isolate, the only big quarterback out there is Kirk Cousins. Right. That's it. That is the only guy in the one o'clock slate. No Mahomes. I mean, Josh Allen, okay. You want to, I mean, well, yeah, there's, okay. there's no upside <laughs> like, there. Yeah, there's just no it. upside of that one. It's yeah. it. It's Wentz. It's Brissett. So I'm all for going to Ryan Fitzpatrick in the one o'clock only. I think it's a great play. It makes a ton of sense. So I'm all for that one. So I, you know, like everything here on the show, we always try to pinpoint it. You know, so many yeah. shows out there are going to give you the, okay, let's talk about the quarterbacks. This guy's this price, that guy's that price. And that's just like useless. This is right. information you can use. You're playing yeah. one o'clock slate. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a tournament quarterback. Boom, boom. End of story. All yeah. right. And you Anything else here from this Jets no, Dolphins game you want to put that's... a bear trap on your leg on? No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it could really go the wrong way. We, I, would anybody be shocked if it was a 9-3 game? Like, nobody should be. Um, but, yeah, I will, I have zero, I will go down zero. that way. I can't wait to see what this game ends up being in a weird, perverse <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> like, trick or treat, baby. Uh, by the way. Uh, how do you feel? Let's talk about more tournament quarterbacks. How do you feel about Matt Moore at home against the Vikings here at one o'clock in our next game? Yeah, see, I, I mean, I, I was impressed with Matt Moore. I thought he did a, a decent job, but I, I think there's slightly more upside in a guy like Fitzpatrick, and they're at the exact same price and a decent matchups uh, for Fitzpatrick as opposed to Moore. So I, I, I won't go that way, but I was impressed. You know, he, Travis Kelsey found, I think he found the end zone. He only a second touchdown. He was one of his better games really of the season. It only takes one for Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, all of that. It's It's all in play, but. I, I honestly, if I had to choose between the two, I would lean Fitzpatrick. All right, that's fair enough. And I'll tell you what, even more, the more I'm doing this and playing around with the optimizer with Fitzpatrick in the one o'clock slate, you oh, can man, really you put can out do a lot of things. You do Fitzpatrick. And then again, <laughs> Redskins defense at $1,800 on DK. Yep. You yep. do that. You can get Cook, McCaffrey, Allen Robinson, oh, yeah. Jalen Samuel, make it a lot work here. You really can. You could do a lot yep. going on here. So if you pick and choose your wide receiver matchups carefully, there's a lot to be had here. Uh, you know, I'm kind of with you. I thought Matt Moore did a good job. I have zero faith in this running game, but yeah. one thing we learned in the NFL, every time you think you know something, right. it seems to turn around the other way. So my guess is they're going to try to go back to some semblance of it in some fashion against the Vikings and try to keep this offense off the field. Because if they don't, Dalvin Cook's going to run amok. I will be heavy into Dalvin Cook this week. Don't care what the price is. I right. want him. I'm more into Cook than any other piece on the Vikings. That's where I'm at. Where are Damn. you at? Yeah, same. Yeah. A, t- a total lockstep with you. Absolutely. It's been the it's been the Dalvin Cook show and you can run on Kansas City. It could be one of those games where, you know, with Noma Holmes and they're just running all over Casey. It could be one of those games where Cousins only throws, you know, a handful of times. We've seen that script before. Heck, we saw it last Thursday when they played Washington and he, he really didn't have to do a whole lot to win that football game. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's Dalvin Cook. And for whatever reason, if you fade him in one lineup, I would suggest maybe going. Um, you, you could do a Diggs and, and Cousins lineup just to be ultra contrarian because cook will you be chalky and it's okay but yeah i'm i'm, I'm all in on cook you're right it's not a, it's not a bad idea you could do it with Thielen or with Diggs and, and cousins and kind of go off cook there but the problem is especially in the one o'clock man it's just it's not a lot of running backs <laughs> you know it's, it's a, a weird slate you can get yeah especially that london game at 9 30 it's i would say it's more like you know you're gonna go with the marlon max and fade down a little bit okay yeah. or like you Arkley said Zeke on monday night too yeah right? you Talk about Lev Bell. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. And then next week we get to that major bye week. So that's going to be fascinating to see how that all shakes out. Uh, Titans and Panthers. Um, 
is it a week to pay off for Christian McCaffrey? Yes, it is. I think yeah. it absolutely is a week to pay off for Christian McCaffrey. We just talked about how it's kind of a lack of running backs. Now, look, you can fade. I would say this, the way the pricing is on both sites, from what I've gone back and forth, and I think Line Star app's kind of with me here to what I've seen, it's a better play on FanDuel to pay up. You can get a lot of better moving pieces. Some of the pricing on some of the other players is better. You could do that with. Uh, whereas DK, it's a little harder. DK, I think we would fade down to some of the other running backs we're going to talk about in a second here. Yeah, I, again, it's it's kind of the same thing with CMC is you try to find a way to get this guy in, into your lineups. And, you know, I agree with you on FanDuel. It's it's slightly easier. But, I mean, last week against San Fran, you know, everyone was a little afraid of that matchup. He still had 117 yards on the ground on 14 carries and caught four balls. So it's just there's there's a safe floor there with him. And with all of these backs, you know, we mentioned Zeke and Barkley not playing. Um, you know, we're, we're down to, like, Lev Bell being the third highest price running back and so many question marks with that Jets offense. So if you can find a way to get McCaffrey, and the way to do it really is is – what we've already talked about with Fitz and, and paying down for Washington defense or getting Parker in there. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. Okay. Now outside of that here, uh, you are in a spot now where Kyle Allen is, you know, kind of fading away here and yeah. you've got the Titans coming in and look, Tannehill's played. Okay. This is another guy. If you want to go a little bit like, you know, lower quarterback, it's fine. Especially in the one o'clock slate, you could do it. I wouldn't do it in the full tournament slate. I would not do that at all in the all day. Um, but it was interesting to see him kind of spread the ball around. Tajay Sharp had a touchdown. A lot of other guys yeah. had touchdowns. I'm kind of, it makes me nervous. You know, I, I was buying in last week to Corey Davis off the previous week. That did not work out. So between Davis, Brown, Tajay Sharp, I don't know if I'm into throwing darts this week on those guys. I like the floor of some other guys better. Um, now, look, you could take a shot. It's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. Um, I'm saying you better make sure you have a high floor of running back like McCaffrey or Cook if you're going to do it. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Yeah, I, and I, I would imagine, you know, two weeks ago we we mentioned Davis. It worked out last week. A lot of people around Davis didn't work out. I would imagine everyone just, you know, what screw Davis. It's Corey Davis. It's the old Corey Davis. I'm not going to go that way. So I think it's an interesting contrarian play. But if no Delaney Walker again, I'm I'm 100 in on Johnny Smith. He's been he's been pretty good, and I like him. I think he's a good athlete. I think he's strong after the catch. Um, I think he runs decent routes and he's been pretty good in those last couple of games. And, and, you know, the, the one guy, I guess, if I could pick is, you know, obviously CMC, but on the Titans is, is Henry. When it was Mariota, Henry was just running into walls and, and stack boxes. But now with Tannehill spreading the offense out, the offense has looked a little bit better. And he's got 38 carries in his last two games. He's got 165 yards. I mean, he's got 15 carries in every single game. And Carolina ranks dead last in DVOA, according to Football Outsiders, a rush DVOA. They're allowing 135 rushing yards per game. So it could be just both backs. Yeah, I'm glad you said Johnny Smith because he's in all my lineups this week. Spoiler nice. alert. Yeah, nice. um, so that made me happy. Made me feel good about that selection. He's 38 over on DK. He's good value on FanDuel as well. Uh, just last two games too. I mean, he's got 10 targets, nine catches, 140 plus yards and a touchdown. So now he has, he's been very good and there's no, you know, I feel like the Titans are a team that's kind of starting to just say to heck with the past, you know? Yes. Like it's great. It's old Mariota. Okay. Done Delaney Walker. We're, we're tired waiting. I think everyone's just like, we're tired. The season is now let's get on it right now. And I feel like John Smith is kind of, part of that whole thing with Tannehill like let's just keep moving forward let's try to get out there and put the our best foot forward and in terms of return on investment at tight end you mentioned how Ertz has been you know an issue there and Kelsey obviously without Mahomes and Johnny Smith is sitting out there at 55 on FanDuel and at 30 uh 38 on DK 
it, it just makes a ton of sense, man. I think it's a great return. Great, it, Take a shot. Tight yep. end's the one spot I'm going to take a shot on. Now, the next one, I'm going to take a shot again. I'm going, I'm going back in. I'm going back in, Coach. I'm going back in for those Redskins defense. Again, over on DK. DK only. Don't worry. But I want it. 1,800. Why not? Six yeah. points. Debbie we've been on this points. all year we've been on this all year it. joe yeah we've yeah. we've been we've been doing this all year we've talked about what it can do for your lineups and you know with washington the the defense if you just look at at the game log it's not like they're putting up zeros i mean they can dial up some pressure six against the vikings eight against san fran 10 against miami whatever but it's five not like the against bills the are Pats. prolific offense either right That's and josh point. allen what do we know about josh allen this guy puts the ball on the ground he almost has more picks than touchdowns we like him from a, a safe cash standpoint because he runs around but he he still has issues turning the ball over so i love that call i think it's great yeah i'm i'm only in there let's just do it i mean come on everybody come on come with us let's yeah, join us last time worked out last time it's gonna yep. work out this time again i feel really good about it and it's just that bills you know that bills defense is really good bills offense is a work in progress now maybe that changes this week and they give singletary 15 carries and all of a sudden oh my god they become much more dynamic and can do a lot more things and that opens things up for allen but we are not there yet so until i see it i'm not going to believe it and even then i'll take the redskins there i think it's a good spot now all right let's go to the four o'clock games because now now we're getting somewhere. Bucks at Seahawks. Nice totals here. We got uh, Russell Wilson getting to throw the ball. And it's funny because I went back and I looked so far this year. The better games Russell Wilson has had have been against better defenses, whereas like the worst the past defense, he seems to play down to the competition, and I don't know why. I'm not Weird. sure what that's about. But the one thing I do know is this is a week where I'm fading away from Chris Carson. Yeah. That Bucks defensive front has been very good. It's not a knock on Carson. It's just a matter of, I don't think it's a good investment this particular week. We've been very pro Chris Carson for, I don't know, basically all season, even through the fumbles. Yeah, Yeah. even through the fumbles. But I think this is a week where I'm out. So are you out too, or are you still going forward? No, I'm I'm with you. Dead on. I'm with you. Uh, This could be a game where he touches the ball. I mean, wouldn't be shocked if he touched the ball 20 times again, but it could be 20 for 44. Maybe he finds the end zone, but he's he's priced too high now, you know, for, for me to get involved. And yeah, you're just it's a tough defense to run on. I mean, they faced McCaffrey twice and they've done a good job against him in terms of rushing yards. And, and, you know, Carson doesn't throw the ball. or doesn't catch the ball too much. So yeah, it's, it's Russell Wilson. It's Lockett. I, I know Lockett can be frustrating. It's DK Metcalf who I'm kind of interested in as, in as well. I mean, he's, he's been that red zone target. He's, 17 he's end zone targets looks. this year. Um, yeah, le- leading the league. the league. Yeah. yeah. Leading the league in end zone targets. And I'll tell you what, I I'm with you on that one too. DK Metcalf, even though this might be chalky this week, it's a tournament play. It's not a cash play because he does not get enough general volume. I think in cash where it's, I don't think that's a good cash decision. No matter what the, no matter what Tampa does or doesn't do on defense. Well, I think it's only a tournament play. That's just where I stand with that. Yep. I would agree with you there. Uh, Anything else here on the buck side? I mean, obviously Godwin and Evans have been very good. So, I, I danced with Mike Evans last week, and that worked out pretty well too. <laughs> it did week for him. Yeah, uh, you know, and I James... a little piece talking about the uh, the corners there in that game, and I think it was on the RotoWire show, and some of the boys over at RotoWire. And I was listening. I was like, you know, that they make a lot of sense there. I'm going to listen, and we could always get better. And I listened, yeah. and I started Mike Evans, and I took what they said, and I put him in my DFS lineup. And sure enough, there you go. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Yeah. I mean, Winston is interesting because Godwin and Evans are they're two top five. They're they're 
both inside the top five in terms of fantasy points among wide receivers, right? We know that the upside, you know, they haven't had, it's, it's usually one of the other. So nailing, you know, one of them, it can get a little frustrating, but you know, I don't mind maybe a Jameis to Evans or Jameis Godwin, just going ultra contrarian and going the other way. Like if the Seahawks are really going to have their way with the bucks and score some points, they're probably going to have to throw the football to play catch up. We know that they don't have much of a run game. We know that they can't stop the pass. So Seattle's certainly going to score some points, but they're just priced. They're so expensive this week, especially on FanDuel. I mean, like I said earlier, you get the Rams off the board, all their wideouts. You got the saints off the board. You have, um, the, the Falcons off the board. So you look at FanDuel, Godwin, 82, Evans, 81. I mean, that's one and two in terms of pricing. It's hard to do. And you you definitely can't get CMC and Cook in there if you're going to go that way. So I, I probably won't have a ton of exposure, but maybe one or two tournament lineups just to see if, you know, that is like maybe a 50-point total game. Yeah. Well, it definitely has the ability to, but you know, the weird part is that Seattle, Seattle was having a, they looked really strong a couple weeks ago. And in the last couple weeks, I've been, unimpressed is that yeah. is that the best way to no, say it? same like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're disappointing the past couple of weeks i'm not gonna go crazy for this one i think i think everyone's gonna go crazy for this one and i'm concerned that it's not gonna live up to the hype a little bit i just am i'll i'll do some pieces like I, i'm not against that there's definitely you know can't argue with godwin evans can't argue with dk in in a tournament i get all that but this next one i like even more the lions against yeah. the raiders the lions Absolutely. have no running game zero the Lions running game has become what the Patriots running game basically was, which was short <laughs> passes, which means Danny Amendola. So let me take you kids through a little uh, fun little story time here with Danny Amendola, because uh, the last two games, he has uh, 19 targets and 16 catches for uh, 200 yards. OK, so Ooh. can we all just understand that the 6K over on uh, FanDuel, very cheap price there uh, on DK. He's cheap as well. I think he's 48 over on DK. So. I mean, to me, this is a no-brainer this week. I love Galladay, too. Give me Galladay. Give me Stafford. Give me Amendola. I'm going to fade away from Marvin Jones. Give me those pieces against the Oakland Raiders secondary, which is trash. And uh, they have zero running game, so I don't even think they're gonna. it's going to matter. So I'm. that's where my hyper-focus is this week in terms of DFS. It is all that Lions trio right there for me. Yeah, I, I like Jones too. I like them all. I mean, even Dan, Danny Amendola, the past two games, you're right, have been have been great. I mean, he's got 16 catches. And, and, and what's the common targets. denominator in those last two games? No carry on Johnson. Yeah, no carry on. And week one, he showed up and he had 13 targets and seven grabs and 104 yards as well. And then he's just been hurt. Like he's been banged up. He's been in and out of the lineup. He That's has Danny been... Amendola. Yeah, like he's right. healthy right now. You play. Sure. This is why you never exactly. have him on your fantasy team. Right. You have him in DFS if he's playing. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he he looks healthy. He's playing a lot of the snaps. You're dead on. They have absolutely no run game. I like Matthew Stafford a lot. Liked him last week. It worked out. Um, you know, the Raiders passed DVOA 28. They've allowed the fifth, mo- fifth most points to quarterbacks, third most passing yards per game. So, I mean, absolutely. And on the other side as well, I mean, the Lions have allowed the most passing yards per game. So this really could be a shootout. This could, there could be a lot of points scored here. Tyrell Williams has a touchdown in every game and that's obviously not sustainable. I wouldn't go there in cash, but him and Waller are, are big parts of this offense. It's, it's just three. They have an identity there and it seems to be Josh Jacobs or Waller or Tyrell. So I like this game a lot. I think there'd be a lot of points scored. Yeah, I'm with you. They, uh, Tyrell Williams has a touchdown in all five games he's played. Um, cars played well the last two games too. he has played well yeah he really has i think car is a good contrarian quarterback or a little you know 500 bucks yep 
Uh, I think he's a real good. And the four o'clock slate is hot. One o'clock slate is kind of trash. Four o'clock <laughs> yeah. is, is hot. There's a lot I like here. And if I'm looking for the sneaky big game offensively, I think it's this one because I think the Lions have some injuries here defensively. And I think the Oakland Raiders don't have enough personnel to keep up with what Stafford and the Lions are doing. And the Lions smell playoffs here. They know they're better than their record. And despite the tough schedule for the Raiders, and they have been a tough schedule, man. This is the first time they've been home in weeks. Yeah. It's not going to be a good homecoming, I don't think, for them. Not with this game. Um, So let's go to the next one here. And the next game on the 4 o'clock slate is the Green Bay Packers at the Los Angeles Chargers. This is going to be a home game for the Packers. Just telling you right now. There's going to be a ton of Packer fans there. A ton of cheeseheads in the crowd. Uh, Give me naked Aaron Rodgers uh, with clothes on, but no, I don't need any other pieces and give me Aaron Jones. That's what I want. That's what I want in this game. I think that is probably the safest cash game situation you can get yourself into, especially if you're going to fade away from McCaffrey and you're going to fade away from Dalvin Cook. Aaron Jones against a team of the Chargers that gives up just a ton on the ground and a ton of rushing touchdowns to the guy who's got more rushing touchdowns than anybody. It's just sometimes things are easy, and I think this one is. Yeah, not just rushing. I mean, he's got three receiving touchdowns in his last yeah. three games. He's you been can even dance with Jamal Williams a little too as a flex. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but but it's it's Aaron Jones, it's Aaron Rodgers, anyone named Aaron. That's basically it. That's what <laughs> yeah, I got. This game. The double A's, absolutely. Uh, and you know his price has only dropped jumped up one hundred dollars after that game against the Chiefs last week, where he had sixty seven yards on the ground and a hundred and fifty nine receiving eight targets and seven grabs. I mean, this guy has been, yeah, man, he's been very, very impressive. And I'll, I'll admit, I mean, I was, I was pretty, pretty much wrong on him. And it was, it was mostly because of Lafleur and Williams is going to be involved and Williams has been involved, but Aaron Jones has been extremely impressive. 28 catches in his last five games. I don't even care if, you know, Devontae Adams comes back. I still think he's going to be involved. There's just been this connection with Jones and Rodgers and 11 total touchdowns on the year, like you mentioned, plus the Chargers top 10 in terms of just rushing yards allowed, fantasy points allowed, rush CBOA. I mean, this is a pretty good spot for Aaron Jones. I'm pretty shocked, actually, to see him last week at $6,900 and only 7 k this week. Maybe it was because it was the Monday night game. I'm, I'm not totally sure if the pricing was already out, but Jones is a value this week. He's a great value on DK, especially compared to the top of that board. Yes. You know, if you're going to play the one o'clock slate, I think it's Cook and McCaffrey. If you're going to play the four o'clock, I think, or or the full slate, I think Aaron Jones becomes your number one guy. I just, yep. I feel like that's Agreed. that's the pivot you have to make there and then get a little bit more quarterback, get a little bit more at wide receiver. But you could stay down there with Johnny over on DK and you could stay there um, with um, the Redskins defense. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, unless you have anything on the Charger side. To speak <laughs> no. Next. No. I'll yeah. say one thing with Keenan Allen hurt Mike Williams in a tournament. Again, another guy getting a ton of end zone looks. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a guy that always has touchdown upside or, tournament only. I'm okay or Henry Henry too. I suppose, you know, he has been, it's been a small sample, but he is averaging 76 receiving yards per game, which is the most among tight ends. So he's only played a handful of games, averaging seven targets, five grabs. So if Keenan is really banged up and he's not going to play, you know, they fired the offensive coordinator there. So who knows? It's just the offensive line is just not good for me to go. All right, fine. Maybe they hand the ball off to Melvin Gordon 20 times. Maybe they that's maybe that's why they made the change and, and they're going to change up their offense. Or maybe they are going to go back to Eckler when they're winning football games. Just really don't have a feel. Don't think they have an identity. Don't like the line. Don't love Rivers. Chargers are in a tough spot. 
Yeah, I agree. No OC now with no who's calling plays. I have no yeah, idea. What's going on? No, they don't. I don't know. Uh, speaking of things in flux, how about the Broncos now? Brandon yeah. Allen's going to be quarterback. So there goes oh, your Cortland boy. Sutton shares. We're all of mine. Yeah. Uh, not that Joe Flacco is the greatest, but anybody's, right. you know, come on now. Joe Flacco is better than Brandon Allen. But here we go. So I'm out. I'm out with all the Broncos. I'm worried about them terribly. Mm-hmm. That they can't Dialing up Cleveland. To. Are you going to win spots maybe you don't play Washington? Yeah. This is is your chance. Here you go. This is your Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb trio stack, if you are believing. I'm telling you right now. And I am. I do think the Browns are going to have a good second half. I've made fun of them all for the first half. And in the second half, the schedule, you know, Bengals twice, Steelers twice, Dolphins. They got a lot to play here. And this is one of the first cookie games they're going to have. Uh, again, it's a tournament play. This is not a cash game play. There's no right. way, shape, or form. But Nick Chubb, especially on DK, that's the other, you know, you can do Stafford, Chubb, Aaron Jones, Galladay, Robinson, Amendola, and just you can figure out the rest from there. <laughs> and okay. I feel like you've called this for Cleveland. I feel like I you've did. been saying it all year. When we, we, we when we did the preview shows here, <laughs> you talked about the Browns starting off with that schedule, and and you know it's it, there's so much hype. It's 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 going to take some time for Baker and Odell. And I said they would just miss the playoffs again. Yeah, you did. You you called it all. You said they would start off like this, and I was in agreement. I agreed with you totally. I mean, the schedule was tough, and it does get a lot easier here in the second half. So maybe they can turn things up. But I really like Chubb. I think you can forget about the fumbles last week and playing the Oh, yeah, pass. you throw that out the window. It's you throw pass. it out the window. 20 carries in back-to-back games, at least 20 carries in four of his last five, 253 rushing yards in his last two games, and averaging over 100 on the season. This guy has been really good. For as bad as Cleveland has been, and Baker Mayfield and the offensive line and all the turnovers and Odell missing and Jarvis Landry, where is he? Like, Chubb has been the one constant in this offense. He's been great. And on top of that, three catches in five of his last seven games. I love Nick Chubb this week, and I wonder if people are just going to shy away because of the fact that it is the Browns and everything that's going on with them and the fact that he did fumble a couple times last week, too. So, love Chubb. Well, here, here's, here's the thing. You've got a spot where the Broncos probably are going to have trouble. Maybe they turn the ball over. Maybe they don't, but you've got to imagine they're going to have trouble getting a lot of first downs. So right. at the very least in this game, no matter what you think of the Broncos defense, they're probably going to be on the field too much. And by the second half of this game, they're going to make some mistakes. And you got to think that even though Baker Mayfield has been mistake laden all year, that he can do enough in this game. Cause he's hitting like he's hitting lowest, the lowest ownership you're going to get all year. Probably right. the last two weeks. Absolutely. Baker Mayfield. Right. And it can only go up after the 49ers and the, he just played the two best defenses in the league back-to-back weeks. Okay. So, I mean, can we give the guy a break here? I mean, I know he's a bit of a pain in the ass. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, he's feeling it too. He's, he's ticked off. He's not liking any questions from the reporters. Yeah, he should be. I like to see that as well. Yeah. I think that's the, I think he plays better angry. I do. I think you go out there, you get him ball riled up and I think he's going to take it on the Broncos. So uh, I want nothing to do with the Broncos, but I will say this. I am, I am, this is a week to get in it when Browns not heavy, but to have a tournament lineup that's got Mayfield, Odell, Chubb, just go go with the stack. Now check, make sure that you know Odell as we get to the weekend is healthy enough. He's had some injury issues this week, some limited practice stuff. So keep an eye on that as with all the other things in terms of injuries. But certainly we've given you enough knowledge here to go out there and kick some butt. But we're not done yet because it's that time again to find the end zone, and it's time for me and Chris Meany. We were pretty good last week yet again. So we're going to each pick a running back and a wide receiver. And if you retweet or like this uh, segment or both, probably, 
over on the Twitter machine. We are going to get you some Line Star swag. One of us is going to play for somebody, and whoever gets the most touchdowns wins free stuff. And everybody loves free stuff, especially Halloween. You know, trick or treat, baby. Free stuff. Everybody likes it. So uh, I'm going to start this week. I'll start with running back. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Speaking of those Browns we were talking about, it's time for the Browns to make their little second half run, just like last year. Not enough on offense for the Broncos to keep moving the chains enough to keep the Browns off the field. Nick Chubb is going to eat. Nick Chubb is going to score. Nick Chubb is going to be a very useful DFS running back this week. So who is your running back finding the end zone? Chris Meany. Can I pick Chubb too? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Right, I let's like all Chubb turn as our well. keys on Nick Chubb. How's that? <laughs> yeah, Chick, Nick Chubb, get him in your well, lineup this week. There was a week. time, by the way, in the baseball show this year where yeah, you, me, right. and Nitro all picked Freeman, Freddie Freeman. That's right. So Nick Chubb <laughs> is definitely going to find the end zone three times. Get him in there. Uh, I'll, I'll go to Lev Bell. I know he's been pretty frustrating. It's always so good when you season. and I are on the same guy. That yes. usually means we're talking about Yeah, and absolutely. And I think the people listening to the show are nodding right now. Oh, yep, yep, <laughs> that's been the case. Uh, I'll go to Lev Bell. I mean, eight carries last week is was a disgrace. Playing against Miami, it's 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 this is like listen, this defense is absolutely brutal. Thirty first against the run, allowing a third most fantasy points to backs, the second most rushing yards allowed. So I'll go to Lev Bell, Adam Gase. I know you didn't want to pay that guy. You wanted to trade him last week or this past week. Doesn't matter. You have him. Use him. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, well, I'll let you have the board first for wide receiver because I'm a magnanimous fellow. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to go to DK Metcalf. DraftKings Metcalf is uh, my boy Pat Mayo likes to call him. Um, you know, you, you mentioned earlier he's he's leading the league in end zone targets. I know he's just coming off a game where he had two touchdowns, but uh, I think there'll be some points scored in this game from Seattle standpoint. Tough matchup for Chris Carson. Give me Metcalf. Uh, I, I think that's a real good one. I really do. I'm going to go with Allen Robinson there. Nice. Against those Eagles, uh, Allen Robinson gets back into the touchdown ways. You got to love that. He had a good run there for a little while. I think he picks it back up this week. I uh, don't think a lot of Trubisky, but I do think a lot of Robinson. And in terms of consistency, when you look at the game log, it's been there. The targets are always usually seven plus. You got to love that. And you got to love the matchup against the Eagles. So there you have it. Those are our four guys. Make sure you retweet, like this segment, and share it around. And while you're at it, Go subscribe to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I don't know. There's a million of these damn things nowadays because everybody's got a podcast. Even I've got many. So, look, go out there, subscribe, and give us a five-star review while you're at it because we're fun and we win you money. And I honestly don't know what more you need out of life. So that'll do it for us. In the meantime, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPia17 at Chris Meany, at Linestar App, and at Linestar NFL. The pre-snap is done. It's time to break the huddle and set down with... You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast, brought to you by Linestar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.